0: Hey, this is Norman and welcome to Run With Horses, Walk the Dog Wednesday edition. Today, I have a question for you. Are you a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy? Notice I said and, not or, because you should be all three of these. Uh, today, what I think about, this idea that we should be a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy. What do I mean by that? Really quickly, I mean... You should be a mentor to somebody. You should be someone's Paul. Be reaching out and sharing what you've learned, what you know, what you understand about the Bible, about living a life of following Jesus. You should be sharing that with someone else. You should also be a Barnabas. That means a co-worker, a partner in ministry. You should be involved in ministry yourself, and you should be doing that with other people. To not be a Lone Ranger, but to be serving with others. And you should be a Timothy. That means you need to have people that you are learning from. You need to be the trainee, the student, the learner. You should always have people that maybe have been doing it longer than you, are doing it better, that you're learning from. So you want to be a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy. So let's start at the top. Are you a Paul? Do you have people around you who you are sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, Your spiritual growth with. I believe all of us have the responsibility to be sharing our spiritual life, our spiritual gifts, the things that God has taught us with other people. You need to be sharing what you know. If you are not a Paul right now, I encourage you to look around you. Who are the people who are even a step or two behind you in spiritual growth? Maybe they've been a Christian only for a year or two. Maybe they're Uh, Haven't had the opportunities that you've had in ministry. Whatever the reason, there are people who you see and you look at, and you see that there's something that God has taught you that they would benefit from. It doesn't mean that in every area you have reached a different place than them spiritually. Uh, Actually, you can have two people where, in one area, say Bible knowledge, the ability to study the Bible one person has uh, greater knowledge greater wisdom and is able to help the other one but in a different area it's flip-flopped and the other one has greater wisdom knowledge ability you can be both a a mentor and a learner with the same person it's important to recognize that we're not talking about always overall one person has been a christian for 40 years and the other one has been a christian for two so everything in every area person a can teach person b but some areas person b might have wisdom or skill that person A doesn't have. So it's not that you're looking for that person who overall you can teach everything, but if there's one thing that God has taught you that someone around you can benefit from, to look for the opportunities to be that mentor, to be that teacher, to give them spiritual guidance and direction to help them to grow. We all need to have that kind of relationship with people in our life and be constantly looking for them. This really is the heart of discipleship. We're looking at our spiritual life, what God has taught us, and then asking the question, who could I share this with? Who might benefit from the lessons that God has taught me? Uh, That's really all it means to be a mentor, to be a a disciple maker. You're looking at your life and examining the things God's taught you and trying to share that with other people. It, It really is not a difficult concept. So look around you. Be a Paul. We also need co-workers, and what this assumes is that you're involved in ministry. That you do recognize God's call in your life, that he has invited you to be part of his great work of reconciliation, of building his church up, uh, and reaching the lost. And you see God has gifted you. As a believer, if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, you have spiritual gifts. And you recognize that God has gifted you for a reason, for a purpose. And you seek to use those gifts. So, you don't do that alone you want to be a co-worker you want to have a partner in ministry you want to have people that you work with that you encourage who are able to courage, encourage you uh, people who you're basically doing the same thing together with for a pastor this might be other pastors for a deacon this might be other deacons for a sunday school teacher people who are teaching different classes you're doing the same kinds of thing which means you're often asking and needing to answer the same kinds of questions and you can talk to and and pray for each other about these issues that you have. So you should seek to be a partner in ministry. Uh, Often in looking at our gifting and and how we can serve, we see something we can do and we try to just jump into it by ourselves. And some people have the gifting to do that and that is their role in ministry to be a, a spark plug to initiate things. But quite often we should take a step, take a pause, and consider the ministry that we're looking at, what we're considering doing, and should ask, is there someone that I should be doing this with? Should I be going by myself? Would the ministry be done better with somebody? Would I benefit from having a partner? And to look at our life, look at the people God has brought into our life, and see if one of them is possibly that partner we should have. Or maybe we need to look outside of our current network of church members, our current network of spiritual friends and say, is there someone else that I should be getting to know that might be a good partner in ministry? So you do need to consider how God has made you and what God has called you to do and how you can better do that. And having a partner in ministry is often going to be part of your spiritual growth. Doing it with somebody who has different gifts, different abilities than you do is quite often going to make whatever ministry you're involved with, whether it's teaching a class or feeding the homeless, or any kind of ministry you're involved with is almost always going to be done better with someone else. The last one is to be a mentee, to be a Timothy, to recognize that we never leave the position of a learner. Are you learning from someone else? You should be. And quite often what hinders us is our pride, uh, it requires humility to approach other people with a desire to learn and we should never get away from that. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can still learn. And actually with technology going the way it does and the young people often picking it up easier than the old, there are some easy ways that the older people in our church can benefit from learning from the young ones. How to use technology to make their life easier or how to use technology to reach out to uh, their friends or to, to use it in ministry there are a lot of places where we have the opportunity to practice humility and learn from someone else. We should apply that to all aspects of our life, not just technology, but in our spiritual life. When we look at, at God's Word, when we look at different study methods, or when we're praying, it doesn't matter where you are. There are people you can learn from, people you should learn from and should want to learn from, both in your church, in the spiritual community in your neighborhood, in your geographic area, and even outside that, one of the benefits of technology is you have people around the world who have learned things, who are studying, and who are making that available. That we can continually be learning. Now, as as a student, as a learner, we should always be comparing what we learn to Scripture. We should always be looking at the things other people have to say and be a Berean. Go back to God's Word and say, hey, is that true? Is that what God said? And when we learn that it is and it helps us to grow in understanding and we're able to mature we should be thankful that God used this other person to be a Paul in our life that we were able to be a Timothy and mature through their ministry through their help so wherever you are spiritually today you want to be a Paul a Barnabas and a Timothy that's an important part of spiritual life and spiritual relationships Uh, the church the Christian life is full of relationships. You have people who are spiritually a step or two ahead of you, people who are beside you, and people who are behind you all the time. No matter what group you're in, there's going to be this network of relationships of people who, depending on the issue, are in different places. They're always going to line up differently. And we should be looking at each other and our understanding and our spiritual growth and our life to this point and considering, with this person, how can I help them to grow? With this person, how can I learn from them? With this person, how can we serve together? I think is our relationships, are primarily focused on God, and then secondly, focused on the other person how they can grow. Uh, we end up learning a lot ourselves. We end up with relationships that are profitable spiritually, that glorify God. We end up with relationships that are profitable spiritually to the other person. They help them to grow, and. We end up with relationships that are profitable personally. They help us to grow. Uh, and don't we all want that? It's a great question to ask this morning Are you a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy? You should be.